following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Two Point Conversation. Football talk for fans, by fans, right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside with me, as always, for our film room stuff and things, or just the film room, uh, the one, the only, Mr. B.J. Finch. Ooh. B.J.? <laughs> <clears throat> The way you rolled your eyes, I don't know if you appreciated that introduction. Um, it was fine right up until the BJ part. Was it? Okay. Well, we'll work on it. You can only say BJ if you know what my middle name is. James. Jerry. Go ahead. Keep, keep guessing because this is a fun game for the listeners. Gerald. I was lying, by the way. This has to be terrible to listen to. <laughs> Gerald. That has to start with a G, right? No. Maybe. I don't know. It's Jeffrey. Okay, well, I, mine is Bradford. I knew that. I, it's a Civil War name. Was it? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Totally. That's what I said the first time you told me. You did? Yeah. Man, I really got to get some new material. All right. Um, <laughs> it's hard when you do weekly show, like daily weekly shows. It is a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. You ever think about that? How many episodes you put out a year? Yes. It's a lot. A lot of hours. Yeah. The hours in, it's a lot. This is the first year we've done six episodes a week. But that's going to drop off after the season, after fantasy football is done. So, um, Unless maybe we find another filler show, but I I think I'll need a break, personally. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, we love football, but it's not not something you can talk about literally all year round. No. No, we make do. I mean... Shoot, two of our episodes are kind of game show episodes, so I kind of get by. Um, games? Games. Excellent transition. I, I, I'm, the word on the street is that you have a game for me today. Another oh, one. Oh, I always have games. Uh, we kind of played this one before, uh, the word association game. But, oh, okay. But, but the challenge in this one is, Matt, is to uh, tell the listeners what you think is right like what's going really well or what's going very poorly for each team. And I want try and oh, so you get to be like, positive and negative. You can either whatever the way the team strikes you. You know, you think if I say Arizona Cardinals, you're probably going to think of something probably pretty positive if it's So I don't have to do one of each. No, you don't have to. I want I want you to pick when I say like hmm, how do I feel about this team and then try and wrap it up into Okay. A singular word or phrase. Okay. I think I got you. All right. We will start, like we always do, at the AFC East and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I'll go. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil my negative. We're going to talk about that today. I'm going to go. I'm going to say something nice and positive. Go. 
All right. I mean, they're just they're very well coached. All right. And it was fun to see this team open up this uh, this like yesterday against the Jets. It was actually fun to see them kind of get back on the groove in the groove. There's the like. I mean, they finally used Matt Breida for Christ's sake. I know that's a good thing. I like. I think Breida's still got something in the tank. Yeah. So. Isaiah McKenzie got a little love. Yeah. Gabriel Davis went over 100 Him yards. Him too. Like, what the heck? Yep. Big Gabriel Davis stand. The New England Patriots. Oh, man. Resilient? They're resilient. That's for sure. I think they're a playoff team this year. I think I said it last week. Um, nothing but good for them. They're playing good with no with no names. Well. The the best quarterback in their draft class fell to them at fifth what fifteen? Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um good for the Patriots. Yeah, when 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 we get into the episode I have some thoughts on them. Okay. Uh the Miami Dolphins. Miami. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Uh it's got even though they had a good week, a good weekend, I got I'm in the negative camp. I'm kind of in the negative camp with them. Uh, something not nice. They're they're just underperforming. Yep. I think uh, they had me way overhyped this year. Just underperforming uh, through and through. Quarterback, just everything. There, there's not one aspect that I think they can hang their hat on this year uh, that that has improved. Yeah. You would you would have thought the defense at this point would be at least serviceable, right? But they've regressed. I mean, they went from turnovers every single game, right? That was their big stat line. To, yeah. um, I don't know, <laughs> right? I, I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the New York Jets. Injury, injury prone. I think they'd be a little bit more competitive if they weren't. Uh, I think be a little bit more competitive if they weren't so banged up this year. Corey Davis has missed some time. The quarterbacks in and out for sure, missing their all-star left tackle Mackay Becton. Defense, yeah. everything. There's yeah. a lot of been a lot of injuries. No, that, actually, that was a, a sneaky good choice there. I like that one. Thank you. Wow, look at this sitting on top of the AFC West. Oh, so far they've come. The Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, good. That's got to be a good thing, right? They uh, they looked great last night against the Raiders. Yeah, they looked they looked improved. They looked like their old selves. They just had to finally get back to their basics. Yeah, they tried to. I think they tried to change too much. Back to basics, and they were just that was the KC of old. And I'm terror. I think the rest of the AFC should be re terrified of yeah. them. Defense is still highly questionable. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I know uh, the Raiders have been through a lot the last couple weeks. And, uh, yeah. I almost picked another Derek Carr play this week. Did you? Yep. But then I remember Sunday Night Football talked that play to death. So I said, nah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Collinsworth kind of smashed that one. So we'll leave it. <laughs> the quickly sinking Los Angeles Chargers. Yeesh. What is going on? I I don't even know what to say. I don't think it's Herbert still. Maybe this is inexperienced head coach. Yep. I like that. Inexperienced. I think so. It's not their time. 
I thought it was. I really thought this was that you know their year, but um, yeah, not their year, but the, I mean a, a year for them to take a big step forward. I've been using them in comparison to where the Bills are as far as into their rebuild and everything like that. This feels very much like when the Bills went ten and six and and lost in the first playoff game against Houston. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm feeling. Yep. Yeah, there's you got a lot of stuff. If everything goes right, you get in the playoffs. Maybe you can get out, but there's just enough flaws that it's not quite there yet. Right. Sad because we were we were hyping them up big time. That's For right. sure. The Raiders. Raiders. Oh man, just just one tragedy after another. It's amazing. Tragedy. Oh, tragic. Yeah, that, tragic. What a great word. Yeah, that's. I think simply put, it's tragic. Dude, nailed that one. The Denver Broncos. Oh god. Why are they here? <laughs> bad. Just bad. They are feisty, though. Yeah. At least they're not getting rolled over like we thought they were going to. No, that is true. Like, right there, we... what, 5-5 five and five right now? Uh-huh. I really thought they were going to be 6-4 and four at the end of this weekend. But, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what, how to explain that. The Baltimore Ravens. Uh, it's gotta be positive, right? They've overcome so much this year. Um, I guess still just kind of like still an underdog to an extent, maybe. I I feel like people still don't take them remotely seriously, as as seriously they sh- as they should. Yeah, and I know they did just lose to Miami, but um, but yeah, I I still think the Ravens are an upper echelon team. I just can't get a I can't get a read on them. One week the defense seems like yep that can totally win you a championship, and then next week's like what the hell's going on here. <laughs> Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Big Ben. Big Ben glue. <laughs> Big Ben's the glue that holds them together. They looked terrible yesterday. Yeah. Two days ago, pun drop. They looked terrible. Yeah. I think we take for granted. I think as, listen, as, as, much as Big Ben has declined, I think a lot of people take him for granted for what he brings to that team. Not a not a Mason Rudolph fan. No, I had I had high hopes. I thought maybe they found their guy of the future, but I don't know what Pittsburgh's going to do after this year. Tank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of tank, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals heading the wrong way. Mm. Flash, flash in the pan. Yeah, very much. I don't think they're. I mean, right, they're in last place now. Uh, technically, I guess the Browns are. Okay, more losses. I think. Right, that's mm-hmm. how that works. They've they've played one more game. The Browns haven't hit their bye yet. So. Okay. Yeah, hot start, but uh, flash in the pan. Yep, and now the Browns. Oof. <laughs> uh, not contenders. Right, that defense. What's up with that? I don't know. I mean, we have to take into account they didn't have Nick Chubb yesterday. 
He is the focal point of their offense. He's as much as important to their offense as a Derrick Henry. It was to the Titans. One of those teams is overcoming the loss of that, you know, that number one, that that, that focal point. Cleveland hasn't really figured it out. And, like, the one game that they did pretty good, Dearness Johnson did well. We all know he's no Nick Chubb. So, yeah. I don't know what to think of that defense. They should not be this bad. No, they're terrible. The 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 Patriots rolling up on you like that's ugh. Yeah. The Tennessee Titans. Survivors. Yeah. Good for their fans. Yeah. Good for their fans. Real warrior mindset for them. Just survive the battle. Just get out of it that's alive. That's it. It don't gotta be pretty. You're nope. not gonna be blowing out anybody at this point. Um team's good. Yeah. Titans are good. The Indianapolis Colts. It's got to be negative, right? No. They had a positive turn this week, right? Did they? Did they? That wasn't a good win. I know I'm a pessimistic crybaby bitch, but um, I, I did not feel any joy in that win. Honestly, if Trevor Lawrence doesn't fumble that ball... Jacksonville, the Colts are four and six right now. At least, at least you beat them. Like Bills lost to them. Yeah, I know, but like again, it's just it's just little. It's these little things. Like I, I still, I, okay, they finish the game because of a, a a lucky fumble. But I need to finish. I need finishing games against good teams and that are dominant. Like, like I will stop all my negative Nancy stuff if they beat Buffalo this week. Ah, uh, that I need that win. It is a perfect litmus test. Right? Yeah. Because everyone's still on the Bills hype train. Yeah. No one's hopping off. Drew Brees, yep, still my team. You know, uh, who else? Uh, I think Dan Orlovsky's like, yep, still my, still picking them to win at all. And They're I'm a like, good team. They are a good team. But I think this season is all about how close the league is. It's awesome. Yeah. In a lot of ways, it's awesome. No, it is. There's like 12 teams like deep right now in the AFC that are like up for – 11 or 12 that are up for that are worthy of a playoff spot. Yeah, the extremely flawed Steelers are in the playoffs right now. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, let's just bunch these two together uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans. Better luck next year. <laughs> there was a lot of nice flashes, though, from Jacksonville. They're playing a lot better this second half of the season than they did the first. I saw an article today that was titled. When should the Jaguars be worried about Trevor Lawrence? Can you believe that? Someone wrote that. Someone took time today to write an article <laughs> about the number one overall pick, the presumed m- number one overall pick for years and years, right? And then all of a sudden, 10 games into his rookie year, and oh, oh, oh he's oh, I not know. good. We, we messed up. <laughs> I know. So stupid. Yeah. I I don't know what to make of Trevor. I haven't t- seen too many glimmers of like uh, little teeny tiny glimmers. The the bad is far outweighed the good. As far as just like mechanically, I just I don't know. I just, I don't know what to make of him. Yeah, I, and I'm not a college diehard guy either. So I don't. I mean, I, I've seen highlights. I've seen that, but I I I don't I don't know what to make of Trevor. He just seems like below average to me right now. He is. And I get it. It's a growing process. NFL and college football are two completely different monsters, but um, I, I don't know. I, I get so worried about pairing a rookie head coach 
with a rookie quarterback. I was just about to say because, that. I mean, yeah, coordinators, quarterbacks, coaches, all that stuff. But you know, Urban Meyer's the the guy, right? He's the head coach. Everything kind of runs through him. He's never coached in the NFL before. How is he going to get a guy like Trevor Lawrence up to speed on what an NFL defense is like? Right. I don't know. Hey, I was a proponent of hiring Urban Meyer because I like seeing inventive guys get their chance. But, I mean, we all seen what he's done with his responsibilities. So, hey, he's, he's getting better. He seems a little bit more passionate on the sidelines now. That's a that's a that's a trend in the right direction. Well, just all I need for him to do is give him his best. Um, you know, Monday through Saturday, and then uh, on Sundays when you win or lose, just don't go and party with a bunch of underage <laughs> girls. That's all I need. That's it. It's not hard. Well, they weren't underage. Like but we literally they were college girls. All right. Let's let's not let's not label him as a pedophile. Well, that's okay. You're a good call. Good call. <laughs> uh, I need you not to be hanging out with the barely legal crowd. All right, there you go. Much better. <laughs> Much better. The Dallas Cowboys. They're for real. Yeah, man. You know, every it team hurts has to a... say, doesn't it? Feels painful to say. Not really. I'm not like a. I mean, okay. I, I know I give the Bills a lot of uh, flack, but. I'm not like a team like hater. Like I've been waiting for kind of Dallas to just break through for a while now. And they have a good team. And, you know, I, I thought Mike McCarthy might be one and done, but he's got this team, you know, uh just well prepared, well off. You know, they've been Dak has gone through a lot this last year, and they have him playing just as well as they possibly can. They have good pieces on defense, amazing pieces on offense. This is a team that can go and win and, and and win a Super Bowl. I I want to see them go. I want to see them get a rematch against Tampa Bay. I want to see this team go up against a Green Bay, which I f- I don't know if they play each other this year in the regular season. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They are legit. The Philadelphia Eagles. Oof. I think they still need to reconsider Jalen Hurts. New coach, new coordinator. I get it. Good fancy quarterback, but uh, only his eleventh start. Yeah, like all right. I, I reel it back. Yeah, um, got to get him more help. That's all. That's all. Played pretty well this week. Yeah, I give him that. Yeah. The Washington Washingtons. <laughs> uh, y'all need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're. I mean. Y'all sacrificed Chase Young's ACL for a win over the Bucks. That's that's a great meme. I was sitting on the toilet when I thought of that, and I was mad because I was—I don't know if you knew this—I my Facebook account was restricted this weekend for 24 hours. I don't know what I said. I don't know what I said, but uh, I was sitting on that meme for about two hours. That sucks. It was bad. I think yeah. I relaxed those rules. Yeah. The New York Giants. Daniel Jones could be it. We still haven't seen him play with a healthy team yet. Okay. He gets, I think Daniel Jones could still be that guy. You you painted that in the rosiest of uh, sunglasses. That's for sure. I got to be positive at least once, right, for him? <laughs> I mean, he hasn't, right? Saquon Barkley, who knows what's going to hit his future lies. Oh, yeah, no. And that wide receiver room is decimated, but they're still winning games. The less, the less starter wide receivers that they have. Yeah. So it's weird. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals. 
Arizona. In trouble if Kyler's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big time trouble. I thought, okay, wow, they won with Colt McCoy. They're good. Mm-mm. They got destroyed by P.J. Walker and Cam Newton, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Who has two days, maybe two days under his belt with that playbook. Brother. <laughs> yeah, were they missing anyone on defense? I don't even think so. I think their defense is okay. The Cardinals, I mean, aside from J.J. Watt, I think they're, they're, they're still healthy. Yeah. Other than that, they're still healthy. Yeah, that's no excuse, man. That's bad. No. no. That's bad. The ever-growing <laughs> roster, the Los Angeles Rams. I wonder who they'll add before the season's out. Who, who else could they add to that roster? Brett Favre. <laughs> uh, Rams are – I said this a couple years ago, too. It's They're built now. If they don't win one within the next two years, they're never going to win one. I said that three years ago, but they have invested so much in expensive pieces, and yeah. they're they're a win now team. Not built for the long haul. No, not with that salary. Their salary cap situations. No, they just took a six-year mortgage and and squashed it into a fifteen-year window. Yeah, compound yeah. interest, all that fun stuff. All that fun stuff. Uh, let's do these two together as well. The Rams or the Rams. The Niners and the Seahawks. Uh, just bad. Niners overhyped. Seattle. Russ didn't spend enough time talking to imaginary huddles. <laughs> He's doing what now? You didn't see that when he yeah. was hurt? Oh. They had cameras fixated on him. In pregame warm-ups, he was talking to imaginary huddles and still running a, an imaginary offense. Oh, that's amazing. You didn't see that? No. Well, Great. I mean, I might have and just for You that, probably did. It was pretty, like, it was like, really? Like, this is what's going on right now? Yeah, I'd rather watch Dak do uh, hip thrusts up and down the field. <laughs> uh, Packers. Packers. Uh, best team in the NFC? Yeah, fair. Boring is the word I would say. Yeah. They're boring, man. They're they're definitely not offensively as flashy as they have been in recent years. But they're winning, they're winning games. And listen, I know that with the even like if Rodgers is in that game, and I get it, he he wasn't, but that team, like Green Bay, would have owned KC. Oh if, yeah, if Rodgers. What if Rodgers was in? Yep. The Vikings. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I I have no idea what they are. The Chicago Bears. I think Justin you, Fields getting better. Sure, Fields getting better. I'm, I honestly might have Fields as my number two of this rookie class right now. Yeah, that's probably fair. I mean, he's, he's he's playing up. Trey Lance hasn't been really given a fair shot yet. No, no. But I, like I said, it, it's it's gone up and down for other draft classes, and I think right now it would be Mac, then then Fields, then Lawrence, and yeah, that's that's kind of where my top three is. Uh, the winless Detroit Lions. God. I felt so bad. That game ended in a tie. Just I hear my I'm in the kitchen doing dishes or whatever. I'm not I'm not near the TV and I just hear my wife laughing. I'm like, "Don't you say it. <laughs> Dude, don't you tell me they did not win that game." She didn't say a word. No. Nope. So that that means they didn't win. No. No, they found a way to screw it up. Amazing. Yeah. Campbell's not going to last, man. I don't think I don't know. 
he doesn't have a good team around. Like, I mean, Stafford wasn't playing with a good team, but this team, like, this supporting cast is terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. 260 points against in eight games. Damn. That's not good. No. No, not quite. Oh, well. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, also in trouble. I don't think they're going to repeat. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, it's the same cast, so it would be tough for me to say no. But right now, definitely no. No. Uh, the New Orleans Saints. I think just like Minnesota, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm impre- impressed. The, the Champagne's an amazing coach. He is. He is. He is. Uh, the Carolina Panthers. New life with Cam. New life with Cam. Uh, they're in the seventh seed right now in the NFC. And um, I can't believe I've got to say this, but I think he does give them like a shot in the arm. I think he does. Yeah. I may just be saying that now because last week I was hyping up Atlanta, who's trash. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, last week was bad for Atlanta. So the Falcons, their word is trash? Yep. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with trash. I think I'm going to go with trash. So, um, so yeah, so that's the game. That's let's get in some. Let's get in some film study, y'all. Boop, boop. Reason why we're here. So we're gonna start off with. Uh, I got a Mac Jones touchdown strike to Hunter Henry. Then we're gonna look at uh, again. Very very impressed with, um, uh, with the way that Mac Jones has been playing. We'll talk about him in a moment. We got a Jalen Hurts play on Brian's end for offense. I'm looking at a uh, a Jets defensive play, which we haven't really gotten to do talk too much about. Um, and, and granted, I understand it was hard to find a good Jets defensive play, but I have a little rant to go with it. And then Brian, we're gonna is going to well myself and Brian, but uh, Brian's second play, his defensive play, is going to be the second pick from uh, uh, on Tom Brady. So, um, so all right, everybody, let's uh, jump into this thing. Like I said, we're gonna open up with a little Mac Jones action, um, and I've been very, very impressed with Mac Jones. Uh, you know, he was another one who, you know, his his. I didn't think, you know, those pro days did him any favors. My my first memory of Mac Jones is him overthrowing a receiver and Bill Belichick and Nick Saban just going, just shaking their head. And he's like, he's working hard. He's like working hard. And I don't know if some of the, the, the training camp stories were true about him showing Cam the playbook, teaching Cam the playbook. But... um but I think I just think it's been such a natural fit for, uh, you know, for Mac with Bill Belichick. Of course, Belichick being best friends with Nick Saban, a lot of similar um, idealistics, theories, schemes, all that stuff on the game of football. So I, I've loved what I've seen from Mac Jones. I don't believe that the Patriots are in the playoff mix right now if Cam Newton is their starting quarterback. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. It, it, we talked about this. Um... Obviously not in the part of the Tuesday film stuff, but leading up to the draft, me and you were doing some drafts talk. And when we brought up the idea of Mac Jones, I constantly said, I see him fitting into the Patriots. Why? Well, he's not gonna take the risks. Right. right? He's gonna he's gonna lower your chances of turnovers. For sure. The other thing is he understands the importance of keeping an offense on track. There's you never go broke taking um, a profit, right? That's a saying they to use. Meaning, if the checkdown's there for six yards, just take it. Just take it. Don't got to be a hero. Don't have to be a hero, right? Mike White. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's keeping the offense on track. 
winning in the playoffs, some things are going to have to change though. You're not going to you're not going to get by every round. You might get through the first round, but as a round goes on, I could see them on, being a final final 8 team. I could see them making it the divisional round. I definitely could see them. Yeah, I mean, with that defense, I mean, honestly, Mac Jones all college season last year through processing, Ryan and I kept calling him Mac Daddy Jones. Yeah. It's kind of a fun, goofy thing because he was the least flashy of all the quarterbacks. But at the same time, I don't think playing quarterback in the NFL always has to be flashy. So what we gotten used to with Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, it's it's cute now. Yeah, all these guys that are making crazy plays like, with their legs and crazy arm talent. Like I find Peyton like retrospectively, I find Peyton Manning very boring. Boring. Like I, I, I like been thinking about the excitement level I've had at quarterback. Was he consistent? Yeah. Was he fun? No. Peyton Manning wasn't fun to watch. <laughs> he was cerebral. He was legendary, great, you know, student of the game, but he wasn't fun to watch. And that's where I, and listen, I'm not saying Mac Jones is the next, you know, Peyton Manning, but he has a lot of those things where he realizes he doesn't have to be fun. He doesn't have to be flashy. He doesn't have to dab. All right. That was a direct shot at you Cam. Just super, yeah, it was bad. Um, it was a little blatant. But uh, he doesn't have to be flashy. He just goes out there. He throws a touchdown. It's it's kind of cool to see a kid who's, uh, you know, coming up through the draft. You're in a draft class with some mobile-esque quarterbacks. I, I would say Trevor Lawrence has a little bit of mobility to Absolutely. him. Yeah. Um, Justin Fields, mobile. I think yep. Trey Lance, you think uh, mob- mobile. And I'm, I think I'm forgetting somebody. Zach Wilson, uh, well, his his big thing was throwing on the run. Yeah. So a little bit of mobility. Mac Jones is like a tribute to the old school days of the NFL where he had a, a good, solid pocket passer. Like I said, he scores his touchdown, he just runs. He yeah, runs sure. up the side. He's yeah. not going crazy. And it's like, you know, again, it's it's emotionless. It, it's a little weird. and uh, But I, I, I kind of dig it. I kind of dig it. It's a throwback. It's a throwback. It's an homage to the old, you know, the old school classic pocket passers. And, uh, you know, I think the Patriots are in a very good place right now. They are winning with nobodies. And I, that's not a shot. But, sorry, name value is everything in the NFL. There's not a whole lot of name value right now in the New England Patriots. That That's what keeps me from saying that they can take, as a team, that is not just Mac Jones, but as a team, that's what keeps me from thinking they can actually make a real run this year in the playoffs because it's like, well, eventually you need those names because those names mean that you, you got guys that can change the game. And right. They don't, they don't really have that, but they have guys that buy in. They all play. They do their 111th, right? Do your job. I mean, come on. I mean, is this not the most Patriots of Patriots teams? This is vintage Patriots. Yeah. This has defense, all the – Control the ball. This has all the feeling of Tom Brady's rookie year. Sure. But I will say – um, who was it on ESPN that I saw that's uh, Clark? Uh, I can't remember who it was. Someone on ESPN this day was saying that, oh, he's the next Tom Brady. In fact, he's I don't playing, like that phrasing yet. Yeah, he's but playing it, better than Tom Brady did as a rookie. No. But but he is. You think so? He is. He's, he's taking probably, you could more be right. He's play, he takes more chances than Brady did. Brady was checked Brady out also had more, a better supporting cast. Oh, well, yeah. Way better supporting cast, defensively, offensively, and Mac is. I mean, Mac has done really, really good. So they have like one guy that I can say on the entire team that could be in the Hall of Fame. That's Gilmore, and he's not even playing. Oh, he's not even there. He's not, he is, the Panthers. Yeah, he's gone. 
See? <laughs> I can't even name one dude. <laughs> <laughs> right? It, it's it's crazy. So, um, so yeah, let's take a look at this this play. This is the first of a lot of touchdowns for the New England Patriots against this Browns defense. Uh, let's watch the play first, and then we will uh, begin to break it down. Second and goal. <laughs> Jones. Touch pass. Touchdown. A perfect find. Hunter Henry. All right. He even so, runs like Brady. <laughs> he does a little bit, right? He's got that going for him. Um, yeah. So what I liked here, um, and I guess I should go through the personnel first. I have it uh, right in front of me. Uh, eleven. We got 11 personnel. Ooh, wow, big surprise there. Uh, and we have a shotgun. The, the Patriots center shotgun. Mac is, is, is back. And uh, we got five wide. Spread offense, uh, which I think is a... I would dare say that's probably one of my favorite style of offenses to play when you're in the when you're that close to the goal line, right? You're not immediately on the goal line, um, but we all know how these bunched formations are and how they can throw off defensive backs, which is what we have uh, right here on the uh, for Cleveland. Um, for Cleveland side, we are on the goal. We are on the goal line. Uh, goal line defense, and they are playing man coverage. All right, you will see uh, again. Well, for audio listeners, uh, they do they do tail their guys. There's not a whole lot of zone going on. They're uh, they're right on them. So, uh, but yeah, I was just really happy the way that Mac just commanded this like this scenario because Cleveland's defense is scary supposedly on paper, and he handled it. He looked. He I mean just just the way he carries himself. It's very Tom Brady esque. Dude's emerging into a leader. All right. And I, I love to see it. So, uh, but I was very happy with just you know just his comfort. Just, I hate those out routes. I hate them. And we just watched uh, a couple weeks ago. Cleveland was it a couple weeks ago? Last week, Cleveland killed Joe Burrow on, oh, on a little bit of an out route. Ward broke on it. Denzel yeah. Ward. He got a pick yeah. six. And Mac Jones was just he, he did it anyways. So let's uh, let's take a uh, let's start to break this down a little bit. So. Whatever, he's got his guys moving. Takes the snap. Guys are, you know, in a, in a pretty good spot. All right. he They got a lot of, uh, I would dare say it's like an inside control. Uh, a little bit. Guys are kind of cutting in on these these Cleveland defenders, which which I like. I think you have, you have to do in these kind of out routes. These like corner out routes kind of thing. You want that inside control. All right. And they did a pretty good job. Nice little bump there. By uh, well, that wasn't Hunter Henry. I think Hunter Henry is. Where'd he go? Jones. Oh, that's him. Okay, that is him. Touch pass. Touchdown. But it was a dime. That that's basically what I wait, like. Just his comfort comfortness with this. You know, with with taking a shot like that, with dropping it. You see a lot of those passes by guys who've been in the league for God knows how long, and they end up out of bounds. Right? They they just they just overthrow it and. and put it out of bounds, but he put this thing right on the money, and that's what I was so impressed about. Um, and, and again, it, it helps tremendously that this offense is the way it is, the spread offense, and you can jumble up receivers. There didn't Cleveland actually, I thought, covered this relatively well. There didn't seem to be any miscommunication. You know, everybody kind of had their guy. We got a dude in the out right here. Right, Everybody's got their man. This guy's just kind of just watching for anything up the gut. A little bit of a, uh, maybe like a QB spy. A little bit of a spy thing. That, that's what I was going to call out. I'm like, Cleveland, um, 
why are you QB spying Mac Jones? Right. Which is a little, yeah, it is a little it is a little strange, but I understand it. Make sure you don't scramble. Because I mean, if you look at it here, for our video watchers, a lot easier. There is a little bit of a hole up the middle. Sure. And with the way that the offense, look, at we got this guy kind of got like a little bit of a block there. Uh, he could run up the gut. I mean, Mac again, Mac isn't a mobile guy, but just in case, it wouldn't be the first time that we've seen a a, a pretty stationary quarterback take off for you know a, a touchdown. So. <laughs> Peyton, right. That was our, one of our first film studies. So, Jones. Yeah. Little bump. It was it was fair. It was an offensive pass interference. There's a little bump from Henry, who's playing out of his mind. This has been the best we've ever seen of Hunter Henry. Yeah, he's been healthy. Been, yes, he has. Touch pass. Touchdown. It was just perfect. Again, perfect placement. This is not stuff we were seeing within probably the first quarter of the season. Mack looked rough in the first quarter of the season. Yeah. He's not a big yardage guy. Like, if you look at his yardage totals, I think he only threw it for, like, 180, 190 this week. But it's 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 the accuracy. It's the ball placement. It's the efficiency. It's the timing of when the yards come come about, too. I've noticed that he's converting when he needs to convert. To keep the drive alive, he's faced with a third and long. He converts. Right. You know what I mean? But he's not necessarily pushing the ball 30, 40 yards down the field. But that's not how you actually win in this league. It's nice if you can do it, but it's way more important to keep on track, to take what the defense gives you, understand the right places to go with the ball. And better than that, he does what so many other quarterbacks struggle to do, even Josh Allen, my boy. I love him, but he still struggles with this. Ball placement and setting up your receivers for yards after catch. Mac Jones already has it. Agreed. He already has it. He understands not only who to go to, but he knows when to go to him, and he knows where to put the ball to put his receiver in the best place, the the safest place, so he doesn't get killed, and then he has a chance to make a big play out of it. For sure. No, it, it's, that's a good point. That's what's helped him. That's been the Patriot way. It is. That's always been, even in the Brady era, that's been the Patriot way, right? Brady did that little thing pre, before the season about where quarterbacks putting, you know, ball placement and how it, you know, how they flagged the defense for quarterback mistakes. That's always been Brady's MO. And he's didn't go, done good with it, and Mac Jones is succeeding with it. Yeah. You know, Cam couldn't pick that up. Cam wasn't a great thrower as it was last year. But just Cam couldn't pick that up, and that's why it hasn't worked. Like, this offense looks night and day better with, with Mac Jones. This there is, it is. And look, he's, he's actually, I mean... He doesn't make too many reads. So, look, the defenders kind of know he's going that way. This dude's, like, not even bothering. He's just like, ah, eh, whatever. I got my guy. Well, I think he got he got gifted um, with – I mean, that's, that's – I'm not trying to take a cheap shot. I'm really not. No. But he gets to the line. He looks at it. He goes, I think I got man-to-man. He snaps the ball. He gets man-to-man. So when you get a read at the line and you feel comfortable – and then you snap the ball, and you still feel real comfortable with your read, you can do that kind of stuff. Right. Going to your first read isn't a bad like, – you shouldn't get knocked for it. Because Not at all. It, that's, that's, that's the best place to go with the ball in this place. I mean, actually, middle of the field is dangerous, especially from where Mac is. And I, I think as a veteran quarterback, too, um, oh, you know, oh, no, I didn't quite hit the – you know, I didn't quite hit my target. Oh, it's out of bounds. It's okay. We're still safe. It's second and goal. We still have – at least one more opportunity to make sure. this thing work. So you always say the hour. Middle of the field, I mean, we got this 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 spy right here. You know, you, you try to hit one of these guys, whether they're open or not, that's a pick six going the other way. Um, it was just 
and then we got this, you know, this guy kind of down here a little bit. Yeah, I think that's our boy Joker, number four. There. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I love the placement. Hunter Henry it was a great grab, great little. I mean, was it a put? It was just contact. It was it was letting them play. Oh, he's allowed five yards. Oh, absolutely, he was absolutely was Defender a little bump five yards, and go. He hit his he hit his fair. break, and Mac was ready for it. I mean, yeah. he just just little. Chef's kiss I, on the I, pass. And I love the where you have it frozen right now for everyone that's watching with us is that Hunter Henry's not looking for the ball yet. Nope. It this is the you know, exactly what you want when anticipating. You know, it's it's a well placed ball on time and it's a it's a dime because he drops it in the bucket, man. Just put your hands out and it just drops in there. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Hunter Henry's not selling. If Hunter Henry is looking for the ball right now, this isn't going to be a completion. Yeah. I, I don't think. I think that the defender kind of knows at this point, right? He's tailing Hunter Henry pretty well, and uh, by the time that Hunter Henry turns around to you know grab it, go get it, um, it's too late. It's too late. I feel like if he stops to you know if he stops or starts looking back, then. I don't think the play is sold. So really, really good chemistry. I think there's like a bit of a streak going on right now. I think Mac has hit Hunter Henry for like six straight games with a touchdown. Some kind of weird, crazy stat like that. But um, it's a good sign of things to come for these two. Uh, Hunter Henry find a little redemption in New England. Definitely uh, definitely the uh, the more valuable of the tight ends. I know yeah, they, they both got paid buku bucks. They, they sat John Smith. He was a healthy scratch. Yeah. Disappointing. They're gonna cut him. They're gonna try to trade him or something. Whew. Glad, uh, glad I didn't bite on that one for the Colts. <laughs> uh, good for you, Chris Ballard. That's a little uh, kudos to you for this offseason. But, um, but yeah. So here we go. Second and goal. Watch one more time. Here's a snap. Reed looking right over there. Touch pass. Touchdown. A perfect. Just fantastic. It was. And you know that's the, that's the kind of that's the difference between. Right now, a guy like Mac Jones and a guy like Trevor Lawrence. All right, he fell to the Patriots. He absolutely fell to the Patriots. And you know, Bill Belichick to, is never one of those guys to to kind of trade up. But I I would imagine there's probably at least fourteen other teams, fourteen at least four other teams who were looking for quarterbacks this year who kind of regret letting that one slip. Yeah, I I do want to emphasize the fact though that. Fit matters, not just any team. Yeah. Mac Mac Jones wouldn't work for just any team. Coaching matters. If Mac if Mac Jones goes to the Jaguars, they're still a two and whatever team. That's a good point. If not worse. That's fair. That, that that's a fair point. Who, who knows? Maybe maybe they do have one more win more. But in all honesty, it's Mac Jones needed to go to the Patriots. The moment I watched him play for Alabama, and I knew like all right, you know Brady's already gone. They need a quarterback. It's a perfect fit. Right. He, he's cerebral. He's got enough arm talent. He's got enough athleticism. And he, he he understands how to make it all work. And I hate it. <laughs> no, for sure. Patriots looking uh, scary good right now. Six and four. I think they're playing on Thursday Night Football this week. Yeah. Uh, they get an NFC team. It's the Eagles? I was going to say Niners. I got double checking. Oh, that'd be no. They definitely want to be the Niners. You know what? I didn't say Niners. I don't even know why. How'd you hear that? <laughs> Let's take a look. Let's see how this works. But they have a legit chance of being seven and four by the end of the week. Yeah. Week eleven, they are playing. Oh God, the Falcons. Oh. 
Sweet Jesus. Okay. Well, um, guess yeah. I'm not watching Thursday Night Football. <laughs> Come on, man. Super Bowl 50, uh, 51 rematch. You don't want to watch that? Nope. I'll watch it. What am I saying? <laughs> All right, brother. You are up now. You have a Jalen Hurts play. Why don't you uh, let us know why you picked it, Uh, what you liked about it. Because I kept seeing all these things on Twitter that, hey, Jalen Hurts is playing pretty well. Jalen Hurts understands what he needs to do now. He's starting to get it. Yeah. So I was like, all right, prove it to me. Let's see. Show me what they're doing here to show that they are on track. With Jalen Hurts, which it seems like they are, it, I would I would say that his progression so far, from where he started getting drafted to where he is now, is pretty on track. I'm not ready to say that Jalen Hurts is some sort of franchise quarterback. He's not some sort of game changing guy that you always have to be you know concerned with, aware of. But at the same time, don't sleep on him. Right, dude's starting to put it together. He is slowly but surely. I, I like his head coach, even though, you know, Sirianni's been a little underwhelming. A little bit. A little bit. It, they, we we did say that we didn't like a lot of the talent on the team when the season's right, and there's not a whole lot you can do about that. If you don't have the pieces, you can't succeed. So, um, so if, if you if you watch any sort of the highlights, the, the Sports Center clips or whatever, uh, you probably saw the Devonte Smith, uh, kind of like toe. One toe down, and then he got his like butt cheek in the end zone. It was a really nice play. Like it was sick. This leads. This is the same drive before they score that touchdown. Okay, so it's third and eleven. Mm-hmm. Five minutes, twenty-one seconds left in the uh, in the first quarter. Philadelphia's already up three nothing. Let's uh, let me make sure first and foremost it's on there. Okay, let's give this thing a watch. Hurts dodging, throwing over the middle, and he's got his man across midfield. That was a shot. Mm-hmm. Oh. Did, I don't think he went back in the game. Uh, oh, well, wait, he's there, but he did. He he ended up with a questionable thing. I wasn't sure when it happened though, but he did take a shot this in that play, right? Like, yep, third and eleven. Okay, so uh, what do we got for personnel? Eleven personnel. We're coming out shotgun. Uh, the running back out to the left. You got uh, trips right. Uh, get her, got her lined up in the slot, and then um, I think it's Smith that's lined up as your X at the bottom of the screen. Probably. Um, single man. And then uh, to counter that, the Broncos come out in a four-two-five nickel. Yep, that's right. And they are going to be playing um, man-to-man, and that's a problem on this. Uh, they, they try and get home with their front four, and this is the, the – play that I saw after watching all the highlights I'm like ooh okay I think I see what people are talking about and it's hard to get it from just highlights because you're only going to see positive plays right so like I wanted to see some bad plays too but whatever I'm going to deal with what I got and so I I deal with Jalen Hurt highlights and on this play he does a few things as we go along when we play this that I'm going to have you pause and I'm going to put some stamps on that's a vet thing. This is a vet thing. These are he's starting to check off some stuff. So all right, let's uh, start to get this played, and uh, you let me know. Yep. Pause. Jalen Hurts now has dropped back. He has hit his back foot. Ideally, he's making his reads. When you hit your back foot, if your first read is good and you're ready to transition, the ball is going to come out of your hands now because you've hit the your you you've hit the back of your drop, and you're going to step into your throw, and you're going to hit the receiver that you've deemed as your primary guy that you want to throw to. That's not what happens. Right. 
Hit it again. Pause. He doesn't like the first read. He's still working through progression. He had a rusher get free. He sidestepped it. All right. Now he's transitioning to resetting his feet. Uh, Eagles fans, you all know this, and you definitely are like, yes, this is what we needed to see. Jalen Hurts has been inaccurate because he struggles to set his feet. True. He, We've he, seen a lot of off-balance across the body yeah. kind of throws from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, That's a great point, you know, just looking at that footwork, right? Keep your eye off the ball. It's everything else. That, that's been the big slogan. That's been, uh, you know, the books that we've kind of studied to, to get to this point of, of understanding film study. Uh, his, you're right. His footwork is far superior yeah. to, to you know, what it traditionally has been. So, um, yeah, this is really good. Really good spatial awareness. Really yeah. good, you know, underst- you know, you got to admit, it's so tough being a a quarterback and uh, and you got to keep an eye of what's going on in the offensive line around you. And then, you know, you got you to gotta chuck it deep. You, you got you know, making your reads, all that stuff. It all comes into play. And this is really good. This this felt like a Russell Wilson play to me. Sure. I get that. Definitely. He has that ability in him. He has that ability to be the nice combination of a uh, challenging athletic quarterback but still being – uh, smart and safe with the ball, which Russell Wilson's always been. He has been. Um, so right now where we have it paused, he has kept his eyes downfield, and he's still moving his eyes. He's actually looking either at the check down to the, the running back there, or he's still looking off to the whoever's running to the right side of the field. Yeah, it looks like he's got a little yeah, cross-vision yeah. there. Dallas Goddard, as you saw on the, the full play, is going to be the guy that gets the ball. He's not even on screen right now. Uh, he 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 just ran um, just a nice little I don't know underneath pattern you know right. what I mean all it is it's just a, a a simple little five yard I'm gonna get open that's all it is he found the seams that, that that's what it was he mm-hmm. found the seams in the coverage and he went there and made a big time catch extended this drive I mean third and eleven is is no joke that's a lot that's a lot for Jalen Hurts at this right. point in his career so Hurts dodging throw ball placement dime. Ball placement. The the guy made the read, found the open receiver, delivers the ball. Right right now we have it froze. He's going to catch it in stride, and he's safe. And he's going to have a chance for yards after catch. And all these things must be like music to the Eagles fans' ears if they think about maybe we don't have to worry about quarterback next year. Right. There's, there's some hope. This is something that they can kind of look at and grow upon. Yeah. But but you are right. It gave it gave Goddard plenty of space to kind of do his thing, and you know he didn't get drilled no. after that. He could have, and certainly possibly they could have, but he did not get drilled after that. So going um, over the middle, and he's got his man across yeah, midfield. Oh, okay, he did get drilled. After that. Well, Goddard Goddard gets drilled, but I'm not going to say it's because it's not, it is it's, not because of ball placement. No, no, his quarterback did not put him in, a, in like a uh, give him a hospital route as no, they call him. No. I, I love this so much for him. I was I was like pumping. I was I watched his play at, when I was at work on lunch, and I'm just like pumping my fist, like <laughs> yes, Jalen, you you perfectly nailed this play. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, watch it one more time. Great pocket awareness. And then there it is. Yep. So. So, all right, uh, very good play, you know, very good glimmers of hope for Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Again, you always want to see more, but uh, you have to take it yeah, baby steps. 
baby there's, steps. There's some offensive line issues still with his team. The running backs are okay. So, you know, this team's growing together. It's good to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we're going to move on to the defensive plays now. And uh, I wanted to look at a positive. Well, okay, it's more. I'm more so looking at it because it's a negative thing for the Bills. All right, listen, they crushed the Jets. There's, there's no denying that. There's no denying that. But there's also no denying that they have had immense offensive line issues. Mm-hmm. They played up this week, no doubt. But, uh, again, there's still a lot that is concerning. Um, I, Jets had a just a wide-open lane to uh, – I don't even know who this defender is, but he got Josh good. Josh was blindsided, um, no protection at all, just weaved through. Again, this is a good thing for the Jets, but a bad thing for the Bills' offensive line. My thing with this – and, again, yeah, like I said, it's a pro. That's why we're looking at pro for the Jets. But, uh, man, do I hate seeing quarterbacks lousily protected. I hate it. As somebody who sat here, you know, two years ago and watched Andrew Luck hang up his hang up his cleats forever because of bad offensive line, bad protection, just bad just schemes to just put him in good spots, like seeing plays like this drive me nuts. And, yes, Bills fans, I'm about to say a nice thing about Josh Allen. All right, he's really good at what he does. And I want to see him play for a long time. I do. I want to see all these quarterbacks play for a long time, have nice, long, healthy careers, make a lot of money, um, and and retire comfortably with their health, you know, as okay as it can be. And I want to see them, you know, pissing into catheters at at, at signings at David Adams or you know. Just, but you see that stuff all the time. Um, this was a shot, and uh, Josh has had his bell rung a couple couple times this year. Yeah. Uh, last week, especially Jacksonville got to him really, really good. But yeah, this is one of the, the bright spots for the Jets defense. So let's... specifically this week too, Baker took a very similar shot and did not come back in the game. No, no, he did not. It shows you the toughness of Josh. Whether if he was hurting, then he certainly didn't show it. But let's watch this play unfold. And yeah, last season the NFL's runner-up in the MVP vote behind Aaron Rodgers. As he basically rewrote the Bills' quarterback records. Nobody touched him. Was that Sweeney at eighty-six? Is that Sweeney that's eighty-six? Sweeney's eighty-nine. Knox is eighty-eight. I think Knox. That's Knox lined up probably at the end of the line there. Oh, Knox is back. That is right. Mm-hmm. And I think he didn't even clip. He didn't. No. And that, no. this this is not only on him. I mean, this is a twofold like bad. And maybe he did it thinking that, hey, Brita's back there. And I should confirm, let people know. Brita is the running back here. We are in shotgun formation. It is e- ten, it's 10 personnel. Shotgun's twins left. No, if, if that is Dawson Knox, then it is 11. Pardon me. Um, but there, there's literally two facet, two guys who could pick up a, a little bump block that gives Josh plenty of time. And they both just, just they let it go. Yeah. You can see, too, um, as this play started, you saw Josh pointing, right? So he's communicating with the offensive line of who he thinks the mic. Therefore, he's resetting the line. So I think Josh knew because he didn't do anything about it, right? He didn't try and scramble. Right. He knew that he may have a free rusher here. That's kind of what I've get, what yeah. I've gathered from it. 
Jets are in a four-two-five. They are in man coverage. Uh, keep in mind, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I was just not happy about this. Let's start to break this down. And for those listening at home, uh, of course, we played the audio clip. This is six minutes twenty-six seconds left in the first half, second quarter, and they are at second and six. Bills up ten nothing at this point. They're at uh, they're about the forty-seven, forty-eight yard line. So. Runner-up in the MVP vote. Yep, he made his point. He's looking to the left. He's maybe signifying that, you know, hey, Diggs, we're kind of on the same page here. Here's, here comes the hike. And, uh, hmm. I mean, there's, like, legit, if that is Dawson Knox, there's not even a, a tiny bump. He can still get his route in and bump this guy. I mean, maybe it's just because he's out of, you know, he, he's it's been out for a little while. It was just something that he missed. But, I mean, even a little... Shoulder bump, just something to give time, helps this play unfold so much better. I think I think you nailed it the first time when you said that you you think that he was probably aware. Like, Brady is back there. Like, it whatever, could have been whatever Josh says. Blah 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 blah. Brady's blah. got it. Yeah, and you don't think of Breed as a as a running or a, a blocking running back, but hey, regardless, if you're out there, man, it's your job. He I don't care right how small him. you are. Chop his legs out. Basically. A little further. Look at. Uh, runs right past him. And Josh has a clear line. It's not even his blind side, but Josh is not paying attention because he thinks the blocks will pick up. Like a Breed is looking back. He's probably like, oh, damn. You know what I mean? And they didn't leave an extra defi- uh, offensive lineman. It's just literally just the line. It's not Dawson Knox didn't pick up a block. Breed didn't pick up a block. And this Jets player, I believe it looks like number 30, just has a direct shot. The Bills quarterback records. Allen is lit up. 39. Never felt Wilson. It was gross. And listen, yes, the, the 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 Bills did prevail, but they have a matchup against the Colts this week, and I get it. The Colts are not a team that has lived up to expectations. But if you do that against a Darius Leonard or a Quiddy Pay on the defensive line or Deo Odiangbo, they're gonna kill Josh. They're going to kill Josh. I mean, hey, good. As a Colts fan, great. I want to see this offense disrupted. But, I mean, long-term, health-wise, what are you doing? Yeah. It, it It's very rare that you see Josh take such a, shot a clean, like wide-open, no-one's-around, and just clobbered. But, again, I think the expectation was that his guys were going to pick up those blocks. Yeah, I mean, look at it the way he's looking at it. You, you have four guys with their, you know, or five guys with their hand in the dirt right now, and they're all going to be, you know, picking up the five guys that have their hands in the dirt on the right. defense. And then, okay, sure, this guy might come as a free blitzer, but whatever. I've got Knox that's lined up there. He could chip him. Or I've got Breda who can also do a little chip and release, you know, get out into the flat. Sure, perfect play. And that extra half second. I mean, even if both these if both these guys bump him, this, this play is going, you're getting a first down. Watch Diggs at, 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 when you play this through. Last season, the NFL is... envision him getting a, an extra get second. You know what I mean? Right. Oh my God! First down, right there. Done. Yep. It's the, it's so small, but I mean that's and, but that's why we love football, right? Because these, it's these such are, a right, small. These are the li- correct. These are little nuances that you know. If they, that's why we do film study. Yeah. And like I said, we're not experts about this thing, but this is the stuff we can show you. This is the stuff we can notice. Jet, for those watching or listening at home, just on the podcast, the audio version. Uh, he did like a little curl in route. 
Steph Diggs did curl and and he's looking. He's he's probably five yards up, you know, up from the line line of scrimmage. Scrimmage. Why did I say scribbage? Scribbage. Um, scribbage. It's like a cribbage. Uh, <laughs> but he's he's right there. He's looking back, and and like I said, and Josh is probably you know looking for him. I I like to think he's he's making his read smartly. Maybe he could take a shot downfield, but his eyes are gonna find Stephon, Stephon Diggs. It's yeah. his guy. This is a very good chance he was targeting Gabriel Davis too. For sure. Yeah, Gabriel Davis was the other guy that was lined up on the left side, and that's kind of where Josh's eyes are right now. Yeah. So there's a very good chance that Josh was ready to push that ball way downfield. Yeah, and uh, this was not meant to be. No. It was drilled. No. Just absolutely drilled. But so, uh, to kudos to the Bills. Um, seeing as Breda never gets any love, never gets starting time at all, he finally did get a start, right? He good. He got two touchdowns, but he had this big mistake, and then the fourth quarter he fumbled the ball. Now let's see if they still give him a chance next week because not picking up blitzes and that's giving the no ball no. away. That's a big no no. You're not you're not gonna suit up. This is the way it goes. Right. Like a Moss or Singletary, that's like no, I think more so Moss. I feel like Moss is a better blocking running back. Moss is typically the guy you would probably see out there to piss to pick up. So the which is weird. I mean, obviously you can't audible, you know, in, in here. You can't audible this whole look. Once you're getting, you know, once everybody's at the line, but yeah, this was uh, this is a big, big oof yep. on the Bills' part. So let's watch it one more time. Oh, last season, the NFL's <laughs> runner-up in the MVP vote behind Aaron Rodgers. He's basically rewrote the Bills' quarterback record. Allen is lit up. Full speed ahead. Full speed ahead. And that's how quarterbacks get broken. All right, so uh, hold your teams accountable there, quarterbacks. Let's get, uh, let's get offensive line player already and, and just, just much, much more improved. Yep. But, um, all right, that is my second play. Brian, your, uh, your final play, the final play of this episode they're going to review. This is Tom Brady's uh, second interception yeah. in the first quarter. Yeah. Mind you at that. It doesn't happen very often. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> oh, it was great. It was great. Yeah, it, you know, kudos to Washington for, for making that grab. Watching the ticker, sitting at home, watching the Bills at 1 o'clock, and ticker's going across, and, oh, look, Washington's winning 3-0. Oh, Brady already threw a pick. Oh, Brady's, Brady threw two picks already? They're up 6 nothing. What in the world? Yeah, it came uh, hot and heavy. It was it was it was very quick. So and all it costs is one ACL. That's it. McLaurin got a little banged up too, but he was pretty hyped. But he's always banged up. He is. That he's is, a warrior though. That guy. He is. But um. But all right. So what's uh? Well, why did you pick this play? Oh, obviously because the Brady. Oh, everyone loves everyone loves watching Brady get picked up. Do they? Do they? I think most of us do. It is interesting. It's, it's, it, I mean, it doesn't happen often, so it is a special treat. Hey, who didn't enjoy watching? Michael Jordan get stuffed at the rim. You know what I mean? Right. Who who didn't love watching Gretzky, you know, get st- stopped at the net? We love watching the goats struggle too. That's true. So, um so let's watch this really quick before we start to break it down. The uh second pick six. It's day one in this league. Brady rifles bad throw. It's a two pick first quarter for Tom Brady, and it's Bobby McCain with the interception. Who? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Just a man doing his job. That's all. <laughs> Nothing to see here. No, not at all. Let's see. I gotta find this thing. 
That was the. F- there we go. Okay, so uh, so yeah, it, the first one was way worse. That first interception was like just terrible. I don't know if it was a miscue on route running or what, but the first interception was bad. This one was close. Looks like he missed Mike Evans. He just mistimed it by a little bit. I, I think I think it was Evans didn't get a, his head around. Um, and also I think Brady at the last second kind of choked up on the ball because the pocket's collapsing on right. him. So he kind of compacted his throw so he didn't get a full release on it. So when he kind of short-armed it, it sailed on him. I got you. I think that's the biggest thing. It, it was Evans didn't get his head around, and the pocket was kind of getting muddied, and Brady does not like a muddy pocket. No. so No, not a fan. There was probably a lot of butts chewed out on the sidelines. Sure. After. Yeah, so. Uh, All right, let's start to break this thing down. What do we got uh, personnel-wise? Shotgun 11 personnel. We're, we're going to call this 2x2. Two two. Um, nice little uh, nod to Noah's Ark there, a little 2x2 two two action. You got Godwin, you got Mike Evans lined up at the bottom of your screen there, and then you've got Cameron Brait, and I um, don't know who they're running. Is Is it that Tyler Johnson kid? I think they run Tyler Johnson as the number three right now. Yeah. And then they got Fournette in the back. And then to counter that, the uh, Washington Washingtons come out in a very unique look that we're calling a a dime. Yeah, I think that's Kinda? probably it's it's very strange. So for the, our audio listeners, there's five men in the line, four with their hand in the dirt. Um, we got our corners in the back here, mm-hmm. uh, and we have one man deep. So it is cover one. Uh, I think it's zone coverage at that too. Yeah, these guys picking up zones. I think they know, they realize that man to man coverage. This Washington secondary is not going to be able to cover some of these guys. I know uh, Tampa Bay's offense is a little depleted right now from a weapon perspective, but um, it was just a very good zone. Yeah. Like it, it's 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 kind of it's kind of tight. Especially we we you know you think that Brady, you know, watching it again, where Brady places this ball. You know what I mean? The it's it's a very tight coverage. There's not a whole lot of room for error no. with this. So, all right, let's uh, let's play this thing. You let me know when to stop. And stop. All right. All right. So, pocket right now where we have it stopped is clean. And if I am Tom Brady, and I'm looking the same way that he is, he's looking to the left side of the field, and there's no comfortable spot to go with the ball there. No. Looks like Cameron Brate's making his break. And he's gonna work his way, I think, towards the boundary. And then you had that other receiver; he's trying to take it downfield. They already got a, a safety over top. You know, there, there's gonna be no place to go with that. Plus, they were kind of already bracketing um, that side with the way they stacked their corners, right? And they're playing zone, so it's gonna have to be an over/under shot. They're gonna have to go over the first level, but underneath the second level. And at this stage in Brady's career. Not the easiest throw for him. It it just isn't. It that's that's arm talent. You know what I mean. That 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 takes driving the ball. So a little maybe something he's not exactly comfortable with. But what he is comfortable with is, oh look, Mike Evans, he's one on one with a linebacker. He's coming down the the seam right now. I know where he's going. This feels good. So right now this play feels yeah. This could work. Pretty comfortable. Yeah. Right. So all right, let it unfold a little bit more. He's making, you know, guys are changing, making his reads. And there it is. Yeah, yeah, he overshoots Evans a lot. I mean, Evans could go up and get this if it, 
if he's paid it, but it's it's a bit of an overshot. I, I'm not going to sit here and blame Evans for that. It was just no. you are right. You can see it. You want to drop it over the number 55 and just kind of get it right to right to Mike Evans 13 mm-hmm. and just overshot it a little bit. It was just, I mean, great coverage yeah. by Washington. I think first and foremost, it, it's tight. I think it was well designed play. I really do. I think it was well timed with the personnel. It was a good matchup, you know, to counter that. The fact that they they had the four guys with their hand in the dirt and Chase Young is the only man standing up, really pu- pushing that edge, it just really forced for the t- the pocket to feel a lot closer than it probably really was. Right, Brady probably actually had more room to operate than he really felt like. But I mean, dude, when you see Chase Young, you know, RIP. Is that fair to can I say RIP? I mean, RIP twenty twenty one. RIP twenty twenty one. Hey, yeah. ACL brother, I'm with you. Uh, Chase Young, with his locks flowing out the back of his helmet, all six <laughs> foot five of them screaming at you. Sure, I'd probably want to get rid of the ball too. Yeah. Um, and it, it, he just—you can tell that his mechanics just weren't right. And it's a it's a short arm throw. He doesn't step into it. It's kind of just I'm gonna just like quick get rid of this. But then it causes the ball to sail, and that safety for whatever reason was cheating up on that play. I thought he would have been covering the back. Like we thought that he might have been the you know breaking case of glass guy. He's like I'm gonna cover everyone from the back. back right. Yeah. Because if somebody gets past, they're gone. Uh, absolutely. But if, the way that we have it froze right now. Um, you can see that, like we said, the guys on the boundaries, they were bracketed. You know, no one on the left side of the formation got open. The only one that was working to get open at the time the ball was released was Mike Evans. But I don't think Brady had time till Mike Evans would have actually been open. Right. Because Mike Evans is running an an uh, an N. He's he's working from the right side of the field towards the left side of the field, and he's going across the the formation. So he's tr- he's working towards the sideline. Brady doesn't have that much time, though. No. He had to get rid of the ball when he did. You think it would have been better for him to just throw it away? It's probably a scenario where, yeah, either you just take the – it's first and ten. Because there's nothing. You know there's I mean? literally nothing. It's, right, you'd be okay. It's first and ten. Just just take the sack. Or, like, I think it's just frustration. I think it, it was probably a little bit of frustration. He he can get prone to that. He can. Yeah. He can. But, all right. It's, back back with the play. it's a two-pick first it quarter for Tom Brady, and it's Bobby McCain with the interception. With his head hanging low. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There it is. Brady. Once more. Rifle's bad throw. It's a two-pick first quarter for Tom Brady, and it's Bobby McCain with the interception. Of the football field, you're going to run it over. Bobby McCain reads this all the way. This is something you don't ever see with Tom Brady. The eyeballs, right? Eyeball on the one receiver on the over. Yeah, Evans would eventually have gotten open. That linebacker would not have been able to hang with him, but because of the pass rush, it just it was it was a well designed play, well timed, and you know, like you said, it was probably a throwaway time. Yeah, throw it away, Tom. Throw it away. That's all. But uh, but very good, everybody. That is it for this episode. Uh, there's your four plays for the week. We'll be back next week, of course, with some week eleven goodies. And uh, yeah, we are getting down. Uh, this is, I mean, this. this this is where the teams are playing their best football, typically. We know their identity of it. So, um, but but yeah, this has been I mean, this has been such a fun ride. I can't wait till the off season so we could just do this just for the sake of doing it. 
we don't have to hone in on, on, on current players. We can we can pick all of our favorite players and do film study and stuff like that. I, I'm really excited at that. I can start bringing in the, the next draft class, guys. We could definitely do that. We can definitely do that. So, yeah, there's a, definitely a lot to look forward to. We'll have to get Ryan in the fold for those. All right, you, you just ruined everything. Did I? <laughs> I know. Well, I, I got I to put him somewhere after fantasy football. I got to put him somewhere. I know where to put him. <laughs> in his place. Ooh, shots. He don't He don't listen to my podcast. That's right. <laughs> but all right, everybody, that is it for this week's episode. Uh, this week's episode, film study. Tomorrow, of course, our discussion topics. I thank you so much, as always, for your support. And on behalf of Brian and I, till next time, the two point conversation is. Yeah.